Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rich or Vishu, a podcast where we attempt to answer some of life's most noteworthy, but more often most trivial questions and debates. My name is Rich Beaton, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Vishu Sharma. And today, we are going to do a Valentine's Day edition of our Good Quote or Stupid Quote podcast. We know it's a little late, but we figured since Valentine's Day was just 10 days ago, now would be a good time to do this. In case you haven't listened to a Good Quote or Stupid Quote episode before, what we do is spend about 15 minutes using a random quote generator to generate random quotes from celebrities, historical or inspirational figures, artists, whoever, and then decide if that quote is a good quote or a stupid quote. However, this week, since this is the Valentine's Day edition of Good Quote or Stupid Quote, every quote we randomly generate will be about love, the topic of love. With that said, Vishu, are you ready to see our first quote? I am. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. First quote. Love does not begin and end the way we seem to think it does. Love is a battle. Love is a war. Love is growing up. James Baldwin. Sorry, audience. It was like, it said love is a growing up. I feel like that was kind of, let me say it one more time. Love does not begin and end the way we seem to think it does. Love is a battle. Love is a war. Love is growing up. Good quote or stupid quote? I like the quote. Um, I was thinking that, you know, I, I was thinking that maybe, you know, uh, let's let's see if we get some really cliched uh, love quote as the first one. I, I'm sure that there will be some. Uh, but I think this is a good quote. It, it you know, talks about all the nice things. Um it's also, I think, kind of practical because it's equating love with some negative feelings, which some sometimes, you know, some authors try to avoid. It's talking about love is a battle, love is a war. Uh, so I, I like it. It's being more realistic and not just being realistic, but hearing this or looking at this quote or, you know, um, thinking about this quote basically tells me that this is something that can happen very realistic and very much possible so yeah i like it yeah i i think i go good quote Mm -hmm. as well for what you're saying there is no cliches here this isn't some disney movie version of what love is but at the same time i don't think it's particularly speaks to me i guess Mm -hmm. i don't think there's something inherently like deeply truthful i'm realizing it's sure. just it's just solid love does not begin and end the way we seem to think it does love yeah. is a battle love is a war love is growing up this is what i like love does not begin and end the way we seem to think it does i like that as a start yeah like okay like he's gonna say something different love is growing up i really like that yeah it implies it's a process love is a battle love is war that part's a little lame so the part that's lame for you is the most attractive part for me. Okay. Because that's what I first garnered from this, that, you know, someone is trying to equate love or, you know, kind of compare it with the negative feelings or the worst feelings in the world, battle, battle, war. Um, but the idea of comparing the two kind of, you know, makes it enigmatic. Not the, not love, but the, not even the quote, but like the whole idea makes it kind of enigmatic, which, you know, makes me like the quote. And as you said, nothing, you know, um, out of the ordinary or off the charts quote that is like a legendary quote, but something that is a very solid one. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah. So you go good quote. I go good quote. I go good quote as well. Awesome. James A. Baldwin, right? James A. Baldwin. Great writer. Great writer. All right. Next one. To love and win is the best thing. To love and lose, the next best. William Makepeace Thackeray. Do you know who that is? I know who that is because uh, there's an Indian politician who shares the last name with the with the author. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what do you think? To love and win is the best thing. To Hold love... on, he's I, he's a British novelist, author, and illustrator. He is known for his satirical works, particularly in his 1848 novel Vanity Fair. Okay, that's who he is. Mm-hmm. To love and win is the best thing. To love and lose, the next best. Yeah, to love and win is the best thing. I can, I guess, I can see that. Um, <laughs> to love and lose the next best. I don't know. I mean, okay, look. Um, when, when, when I was, you know, kind of maybe naive, if I can say that, or someone who really enjoys the uh, idea of um, love. And uh, at that time, when, you know, um, when I used to kind of uh, read heartbreak stories or emotional songs or sad songs or, you know, love songs, um, something used to, you know, catch my attention, which was, and in, in many, uh, you know, worlds, this the story has been, has been told that um, love that doesn't meet at the end or you know, love that doesn't kind of reaches its fruition is the real love because there's a sense of longing and not belongingness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't see that now. I think, you know, what this says is actually what, what makes sense to love and win is the best thing. Uh, but it also says love and lose the next best. I don't think love and losing is the next best. But maybe what he's trying to say is that you still had love at least. You didn't get it. So it's almost the next best because you experienced love. Um, But I don't like it. I think it's a stupid quote. I like it because to love and win is the best thing. That's a very obvious statement. Sure. It's true, I guess. Yeah. But it's a very... If the quote was to love and win is the best thing, that's a stupid quote. Right. But it's funny because that's the part you like. But I get it. It's within the context of the greater... yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, of course. But... To love and lose the next best, it's that sentence that makes the quote. Like, it's yes, whatever is going to follow the first yes, yes. declaration. Yeah. To love and win is the best thing. To love and lose the next best. I like it because I think what it's implying is, I don't think it's necessarily, it's funny because I actually think this might be wrong, mm-hmm. but for a different reason. But to love and lose the next best, the quote is implying that loving someone yeah. and having them love you back and, quote, winning yeah. is amazing. Right. But loving someone and they don't love you back or you love them, but something happened, you still had the privilege to experience love yeah, that's, and go on that journey, even thought. though, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's also really, really cool. I think what he's saying, the worst would be just if you went in your life without ever really caring deeply about someone. Oh, yeah, someone. yeah. I'm yeah. sure that's what he's trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, but at the same time, I think he might be wrong in a sense that like, dude, if you tell someone who, like, just got their heart absolutely broken. Yeah. Like, hey, this is the second best thing that could happen to you. They would be like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Yeah. 
No, but also, uh, I I don't relate to it in the sense that I think you know when you uh, when you get out of that feeling of loving and losing, you don't really see it as as this. You don't really see it loving and losing as the next best thing. You you know maybe uh, yeah you just think it of think of it as a part of your chapter or whatever. But like. I don't really think that someone says, oh, yeah, you know, uh, when I was going through that soul-crushing and kind of terrible time, uh, it was the second best thing that ever happened to me. So that's why I don't... It, it's so situational. It depends. It is. Also, to love and lose, I feel like that could... I don't think he means it, but that could also... Impl- like, what if you love someone and then they died or something? Of course. Yeah. I think he means just they don't love you they, back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like that would suck. Yeah. All right, so you're going... Stupid quote. I'm going good quote. Okay. All right, next one. Pure love and suspicion cannot dwell together. At the door where the latter enters, the former makes its exit. Alexander Dumas. Thoughts? Um, well, one, I'm surprised that Dumas wrote this. Do... I think what I know his name. What is he? He's like a famous author. Was he? Uh... Well, he's, yeah, he's, he's somebody. He's one of the world's most famous authors, dude. He he wrote the. Uh, oh the yeah, I know. He's, he's he's Monte Cristo. He do... He's Count of Monte Cristo. Count of Monte Cristo. The yeah, Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers. Yeah, he's Jurassic Park. I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I was about to say what. Uh, all right. Yeah. Um, so pure love and suspicion cannot dwell together at the door where the latter enters. The former makes its exit. It's simple, right? It's nothing that someone has never heard of. Um, if you said Shakespeare said this, I would still be like, sure, okay. Um, I don't think I can say anything extra because even the... Uh, quote itself is very very self-explanatory there are no <laughs> underlying underlying meanings hidden or anything like that i i don't really like the quote it's okay i mean yes it's true but i would still go for it it's not you would not go to a concert or like you know uh, a martin luther king speech even though he's not alive but like or uh, a joe biden or <laughs> he's not alive you martin luther king I thought he was still alive. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I mean, you get, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. the point is, you go to these, you know, speeches and you go to these know, readings yeah. and all yeah. of that stuff, you you expect to be blown away. Yeah, yeah. You don't want this quote, you know, uh, <laughs> as the quote to guide you by. So, yeah. yeah. I think it's stupid. I mean, even though it makes most, more sense. Yeah. To, to, the quote is basically saying, if, if you have real love, it's a trusting relationship and you're not going to... Always be skeptical of something your partner does, you know, when you start becoming suspicious. Yeah, we understand what it means. Yep. Yeah, I'm very, I'm kind of like you, I'm very indifferent towards this. Yeah. Pure love and suspicion cannot dwell together. At the door where their ladder enters, the former makes its exit. It's funny because the construction of the quote feels like it should be epic. Anytime there's a statement and then you say ladder, former or something, yeah. like, I yeah. like that, but yeah... This is t- so. Where do you go? Good quote or stupid quote? We have- I go stupid quote. Even the metaphors are not like you know super cool. 
at the door where the ladder enters. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm going stupid as as well. All right. All right. Next quote. Next quote. Love seems the swiftest, but is it is the slowest of growths. No man or woman really knows what perfect love is until they have been married a quarter of a century. Mark Twain. I'm going to read that one more time. Love seems the swiftest, but it is the slowest of growths. No man or woman really knows what perfect love is until they have been married a quarter of a century. I mean, maybe this was a really, you know, uh, a true statement to make or something. Words to live by in the times of Mark Twain. But I don't think uh, I really, you know, would would say this is a good quote or or a quote that, uh, you know, kind of... succeeds on on the level of my uh, you know understanding and uh, understanding of love or life in general i mean i like the first statement as you say the first statement is always the best love seems the swiftest but it is the slowest of growths it is a statement that he's making which is true which i think makes really you know awesome sense and i, I completely believe in that and then no man or woman really knows what perfect love is until they have been married a quarter of a century. So you have to be with someone for 25 years mm-hmm. and not just in a relationship, but a married relationship, like married life. And only then you know what love is. So no, I think it's a stupid quote. Yeah. So there's this, I don't quite understand it, but it's called limerence. Okay. Have you heard this term? I've heard limerick, not limerence. Yeah, yeah, limerence. I heard it recently. I, I'm not sure if I understand it right, but basically it's it's that intense passion you're feeling when you first start dating someone or you realize mm. you like them. Okay. And I, I think, you know, what Mark Twain is saying is, yeah, be cautious of that initial courting period. You're going to think right. they're amazing. You know, you go through this whirlwind, but grow old with someone. Mm. But yeah, I'm with you. It, it, again, it's just a very, I don't know, functional statement. I, 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 that maybe doesn't make sense. But no man or woman really knows what perfect love is until they have been married a quarter of a century. The quarter of a century. Yeah. Was Mark Twain divorced ever? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> but That would be interesting. I, I, no, I, I don't know what my, my opinion. Love seems the swiftest, but it is the slowest of growths. No man or woman really knows what perfect love is until they have been married a quarter of a century. I don't like that. It should be no man or woman knows what perfect love is, you know, until they have spent uh, a life's worth of... It, it should be something symbolic. It shouldn't literally be like... It almost comes across as he's saying no man or woman really knows what perfect love is until they've been married 34 years. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's like, why did you pick this number? Like, you know, quarter of... I don't know. All right. So what do you think? I think it's a stupid quote. Yeah, I think it's a stupid quote. All right, let's do a couple more. I can think of no better way of redeeming this tragic world today than love and laughter. Too many of the young have forgotten how to laugh, and too many of the elders have forgotten how to love. Would not our lives be lightened if only we could all learn to laugh more easily at ourselves and to love one another? I'm going to read that one more time for our audience because we can see it in front of us and obviously audience members you cannot i can think of no better way of redeeming this tragic world today than love and laughter 
Too many of the young have forgotten how to laugh, and too many of the elders have forgotten how to love. Would not our lives be lightened if only we could all learn to laugh more easily at ourselves and to one lo love one another? Theodore, Theodore Hesburgh, and he was... I don't know who he was, an educator, an author, social activist, whatever, born 1917, died 2015. In New York. Presidential Medal of Freedom in 1964. Wow. Whoa, listen to this. As of 2013, he held the world's record for the individual with most honorary degrees. Wow. With more, with more than 150. Is he bigger than Mother Teresa? I don't know. Okay, let's examine the quote, because I mean, we could just read about sure. this guy, but what do you think of this quote? Is it a good quote or stupid quote? It's also probably the longest quote we've ever done for this episode format. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's making the most sense. I wouldn't deny it. I think it's a good quote. I, I can give some credit to this guy, even though he seems like a, a guy, you know, trying to recruit people into not Scientology, but like Christianity, whatever. But like, um, I think it's a good quote. It's basically saying that, you know, how, uh, times have been hard and people have, you know, uh, forgotten to laugh and love and everything would be better if just, you know, people would take it lightly. I mean, <laughs> I want to like this, but I think it's kind of stupid actually myself. Like, too many of the young have forgotten how to laugh and too many of the elders forgotten how to love. That sentence, I, I, I don't know what that's based. Uh, young people don't know how to laugh. I, I feel like this was specific to a decade he said, he said it in. I think, uh, I think it would still stand true for, 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 uh, for today because, uh, you know, uh, when was the last time when you, when you saw a kid just playing in the, you know, I mean, you, you get the idea. All right. Like everyone is on machines, you know, uh, yeah. no one uh, really wants yeah. to go out and play and yada, yada, yada. I know it's very yeah, cliched. Yeah. Uh, very opposite to the to the thing that we were talking in the first quote, that that was not cliched. This is very cliched, but I still somehow like it. There's an endearing quality to it, I think, which makes me like this quote. And not that because of, you know, uh, what we read after... Um, the quote on Theodore Hesburgh, but I, it's a, it's a sweet quote. I like it. I, I'll go with that. No, I'm going stupid quote. Okay. I just, I don't know. Love and laughter is, um... you know, maybe if this was, uh, any other day, I would maybe have said, yeah, it's a very stupid quote, but I think, I don't know. I, it just makes me say, yes, you know, sometimes, uh, just go back to your basics. That's what is right. needed to be done. Fair enough. No, I understand. All right. So you go good quote. Yeah. I go stupid quote. Yep. And now we're going to do one more quote. All right. And here it is. A loving heart is the truest wisdom. Charles Dickens. We all know who Charles Dickens is. Yeah, I think it's a good one. Um, short, sweet, on the point, says everything it needs to. What, do you, like think it. It, what do you think it's saying? A loving heart is the truest wisdom. I mean, a heart that loves is wise, always takes wise decisions, always, you know, uh, doesn't try to hurt anyone. Truest wisdom. 
Any man who loves is King Solomon. What? Solomon the Wise. Yeah. Anyone who loves is... Wait, what? I'm confused. It's stupid, stupid joke. Truest wisdom, King Solomon oh, was yeah, wise. Yeah, 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 Anyone okay. who yeah, yeah. loves. All right, yeah. I'm trying to figure out what the... Yeah. None of these quotes are... A loving heart is the truest wisdom. Like, if you really care for someone or care... I guess about someone or something, but that you follow that feeling like i don't know i don't know none of these are speaking to me but this no, one yeah, this happens. one i'm on the fence but you're saying good quote and look maybe i'm saying good quote uh, i'm also saying good quote because it's charles dickens but i also think that some no no yeah, i'm yeah, saying yeah. maybe but he didn't have as many honorary degrees as uh what's yeah, his face uh, theodore <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but also, I'm saying maybe I'm saying that, but no, even if it wasn't Charles Dickens, I mean, this is a straight and simple, and I've got nothing against this quote. It makes sense. I'm not, like, in super in love with this quote, but I, I wouldn't dismiss this as a stupid quote. Yeah, I mean, that's the name of the game, right? Is yeah. it? It's I, I don't want to dismiss it as stupid, but I don't want to honor it by saying it's good. But if it's neither, then... You, where do you go? I then, then that's it. That's the end of the podcast. We've oh, we've accomplished okay. what we've won. <laughs> we have finally become truly indifferent about something. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I, I'm going. I'll go good quote. You know okay. what? Just I don't want to be too cynical. And you're going. Yeah, I, I'm going good quote. Awesome. Any other thoughts about this Valentine's Day edition of Good Quote Super Quote? Mm, yeah, other than the fact that we were maybe. Two weeks late, no. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough, but whatever. We had yeah, still, yeah. still, still the month yeah. of love. Yes, the month of love. The month of love. All right, well, that'll be a wrap on this week's show. Please subscribe, rate, and review the show. It really helps us get noticed. You can follow us on Twitter at Richard Vishu and on Instagram at Richard Vishu, where we post content related to what we discuss on the podcast. You can also email us, richardvishu at gmail.com, and if you send us an email, we promise we will respond to you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you all next week. Goodbye, everybody. Phir milenge. Chalte chalte.